Welcome to Word First Radio, the podcast of Word First Ministries. Tune in each week and join us as we pursue God's command to make disciples of all nations. What is up, you guys? Welcome to Word First Radio, the podcast brought to you by Word First Ministries. I am your host, Jacob O'Neill, and as always, I'm joined by my friends Cameron and Bailey. Hey. hey. Bailey, pray us in. Yep. Um, God Almighty, we just want to um, thank you, first off, for all the incredible, amazing, um, faithful, kind um, works that you've sent us to and the works that you've done in our own lives in the past few months. Um, so as we reflect on those, I pray that we would adore you and appreciate you more in our hearts and we would cause our brothers and sisters who are listening in um, to do the same as we recount your works in our lives. So Lord, we love you. We commit this time to you in Jesus name. Amen. 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 Thank you, man. Mm-hmm. So I kind of don't really know where to start because we, <laughs> the, um, the last time we've done like this kind of like catching up with the crew, mm-hmm. like talking about our lives, uh, was a while ago, a lot of episodes ago. Mm-hmm. And s- actually so much has happened. I kind of just have a big blob of a list filled with <laughs> events and holidays and birthdays and gender reveals for uh, who, I don't know. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> I kind of don't know where to start, but we'll kind of start at the beginning. It kind of takes us all the way back to May 17th, the Sydney of May, right? Yeah. Why don't you tell everyone what the heck is that? Yeah. So no, that's uh, May 17th. It's Norway's Constitution Day. The closest thing is like uh, 4th of July for mm-hmm. Americans, but we've got nothing on the Norwegian <laughs> It's crazy ta- in the best that's way. Right. Like mm. everybody celebrates. They eat something like five times as much ice cream and hot dogs on that one day. <laughs> Is like the rest yes. of the year. I'm dead serious. It's crazy. My girls, oh my goodness. We had a party at church mm-hmm. and my girls each ate like five ice creams. Mm-hmm. Like they had one. There you go. And then, but to, then they want to get, have another one. And Whitney wasn't there. So I was at whatever. Like, <laughs> like never it's the 17th no. of May. They can have another one. And then they're That's like four, five deep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, so it's a, it's a celebration. And so we're here in Oslo, in the capital city. And it, another reason mm-hmm. it was super crazy is because. They haven't with with uh, COVID restrictions haven't been able to celebrate for a couple of years. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's wonderful. Everybody uh, wears a, their national costume. It's called a bunalt, mm-hmm. and um, everyone's out. Like we, I have a video of it. Maybe I'll post it on our on our Facebook, okay. Instagram, or whatever. But like we're on the we're on the metro, the underground, mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. they're spontaneously broke out into song. Like That's we're in right. a Disney oh. movie. Or <laughs> Norwegians. Everyone, yeah, Norwegians. <laughs> everyone with their boonot and their beers, just yeah, like beers singing out, something, yeah. some kind of national song. Or, yeah, hmm. some song that they all yeah. knew that we didn't. Um, so it was wonderful. It's, it's, so it's something like our like our 4th of July kind of similar celebration. Um, but it was just a beautiful, like warm, sunshiny day. They have something called Barnatog, which is like a children's parade. So a certain number of all the schools in Oslo their students they have a little like marching band with drums mm-hmm. and the kids walk and they walk right in front of the royal family and they share a wave mm-hmm. or whatever and like right. the cameras are on the news stations are there like it's a big deal and cheery got to be in that this mm-hmm. year so we sort of you know we we squished our way to the front me and celia uh she was on my shoulder squished our way in the front to on, on carl johans gotha and were able to like see that it was crazy mm. so it was really yeah. really wonderful but it's a huge huge celebration everyone like even if you're not in a bunad everyone's wearing a shirt and tie right like it was mm. awesome a red white and blue red white and blue yeah. everywhere because the norwegian the colors of the norwegian flag are are uh, red white and blue also mm-hmm. it was wonderful it was it was really great it was a wonderful thing to get to experience but it was huge and it was it's so hectic it, it was yeah hectic it and it was so different from called the norwegian temperament we've seen the rest of the mm-hmm. year which is kind of 
humble and reserved and like stay out of each other's private space. Mm-hmm. This was just like wall to wall people, <laughs> right. the whole city all day. It was mm-hmm. as if like all of the Norwegians of, in the country, like all 5 million of them traveled to Oslo just to see the <laughs> yeah. king yeah. on the, it, cause it is literally like shoulder to shoulder, like yeah. packed <laughs> with people in boonots and cake, I guess. Yeah, there was, yeah. yeah. And so we got to celebrate with our church, which was really mm-hmm. wonderful. We threw a party and so we got to eat some food and, the girls had way too much ice cream. and We learned that um, tr- this is traditional, like tipisk typical yeah. Norwegian food is to eat a hot dog wrapped in a potato tortilla or tortilla <laughs> of some kind. <laughs> That's how we yes, describe it too. It's lefse. It's a kind of flatbread. Yeah. Or I think lefse, it's, There you yeah, go. Uh, yeah. So it looks like a, <laughs> it looks like a hot dog in a tortilla. Yeah. I, I tried it. I mean, it's, yeah, it's good. Yeah. And get it's, everywhere here. Well, Raquel, who we had on the podcast, I, I would, showed it to her. I'm not introducing anything new to her. She's been around it for years, <laughs> but I'm like, what, why, where does this come from? Like, why would they put like a, a hot dog in a tortilla? And she's like, yeah, they don't even bat an eye. They're just like, oh, yeah, they do it. of course, hot dogs and tortillas. <laughs> like, yeah. why would you bring that? Yeah. They're not tortillas. They, by the way, you can get not, tortillas here and well, that's not like, what they're putting them in. Mm. They're putting them in Norwegian flatbread that looks like tortilla, but it's a, like a way different mm. thing. Yeah, it didn't taste like a tortilla. But anyways, yeah. Well, that's because so it wasn't it, one. It, okay. <laughs> there yeah. you go. I guess you'd expect it not to taste like that then. Yeah. But it was wonderful. I, I One of the things I so appreciate, especially that point you were talking about, the reason why you're not saying anything mm. is because you weren't here for it. So yeah. you really missed out, unfortunately. And I kind of so like, it, I haven't asked you guys on purpose about it so that I can hear about it here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so was it like a hot summery day? Yeah. It was like beautiful. Being a Californian. Yeah. Could you actually call it a hot summery day? I don't know if it's so hot. It was, I mean, we're at, we're getting, we're, it was hot, Mm -hmm. but it was Oslo hot, but Oslo is more humid than Southern California. Um, so if I t- I'm not even going to tell the audience the number because if I say the number of the temperature, you'll be mm-hmm. like, "What? That, that sounds like a cool." It was not cool and crisp. It was, and mm. remember, we're getting like 22 hour days. It's right. just sunlight That's all true. the time, <laughs> and, uh, and so so it was lots and lots of sunlight, and it was yeah, it was like not a cloud in the sky. It was beautiful. It mm. was wonderful. It was gorgeous. Yeah. It was like God made that day for Norway. And it was perfect after not getting to celebrate for a couple of years. I mean, it's always crazy town in Oslo on Sundamai. And the cities all over the nation have their own huge parties. Like you turn on the mm. news and they go to different cities all the way up in like in Svalbard, the very, very mm. like the northernmost island mm-hmm. where like people are in the whole world. Huh. Um and they're like showing you shots there where it's snowing everywhere and the little kids are out in their boonots singing the national song. <laughs> Still eating ice cream. Still eating ice cream. Absolutely. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. It was awesome. Yeah. It was really cool. Uh, I think it definitely one of the things that uh, you were getting into, like how it's kind of, um, it's hard to reconcile how Norwegians act on that day with like the whole temperament of yeah. like Norwegians that we've experienced. So at home church, which is a church that we've joined, we had like a party and, yeah, we did. and Bento was like, Hey, can you bring your guitar and play like uh, some matchbox 20? Um, it's, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you added the matchbox 20. Yeah, I had to, yeah, kind of, I had to, it's a secret weapon. It's, <laughs> is what it is. is that what that is? <laughs> Not really. Uh, <laughs> secret something. Is all I had. It's, but anyways, uh, yeah, so she's, she asked Seaman to come as well and like, mm-hmm. hey, can you guys play guitar while we eat dinner in the background? Mm-hmm. Which is like, I've never seen that anywhere, like mm-hmm. at any coffee shop, like no one playing music mm-hmm. in the background while people eat. Um, <laughs> but it was awesome. We had lefse, which is not a tortilla, um, and yeah. <laughs> Norwegian food. And just it was just so indicative of like, 
that like our church is a, is a family of mm-hmm. like the Norwegian, mm-hmm. like the way that Norwegians do church out here. As I was explaining it to people in the U.S., uh, as because we both visited the U.S., we'll get into that in a minute. Um, but just like I, I don't think I've ever been to like a Norwegian church of like even eighty people where we didn't eat immediately afterwards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then like I remember I was uh, leading worship at a church uh, called Oslo Centrum, mm-hmm. uh, and we so we ate afterwards and hung out like tip, you know typical Norwegians. Yeah. And then afterwards they were like, "Hey, want to go uh, eat some more?" Yeah. And I was like, "Yeah, okay." The party doesn't stop. <laughs> like, true. so what that is is just like. Um, that was a day where it was just like on steroids, the whole like familial like thing. Yeah, yeah. we all make dinner for each other. We all dress up in bunots. Mm-hmm. Um, if I, apparently if I want a bunot, my Norwegian grandmother has to make one for me. You can buy or, them. Goodness, or, expensive. Or I have to drop at least probably like two, three thousand yeah, dollars on very one. Very expensive. I learned, and so. Um, Raquel recommended like a one hundred dollar one from yeah. China that I can get. Mm, so. Yeah, well, it's not. It's not a bunot. <laughs> it's not it's even a, a bunot. Yeah, it's a different kind of a. It's a different kind of a costume, but it definitely like hmm. it's in the it's a riff on a similar theme. But yeah, so like on that day, everyone's mm-hmm. Norwegian and there are flags everywhere and everyone's celebrating. And it's really I mean, like I said, it's it's kind of similar to our to our Independence Day celebrations in the United States. Only uh, uh, it's hard to compare. Yeah, I say they, they do it better here, but I don't really mean that. I don't mean we don't mm-hmm. mean it when we do the Fourth of July, but. There's something, there's something different. Well, cause how long has it been going on here? I know it just threw you on the spot. Like how yeah. many centuries has Norway been independent? Just, oh my gosh. I, f- I don't remember the exact year. That's really bad of you to put me on the spot, but 1800s. Sorry. Like the 1800s. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. So, okay. I get it. It was 18 blah, 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 blah. There you go. I don't remember what the, what the of course. Blah, 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 blah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. It was different. It was, Yeah. Anyways, I think, but it was wonderful. It was yeah. wonderful to get to experience that, mm-hmm. and you should be jealous of us. I am, um, <laughs> but yeah, especially but, like the video you sent of Taya walking yeah. in the Barnetog. Yeah, like oh, gosh, I wish I was there. Yeah, <laughs> that was great. Well, Taya was home with Whitney, but Cheery was in the Barnetog. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, yeah. no, Taya, they had their own. Sorry, so at the Barnhaga, they had their own little Barnetog where mm-hmm. they they marched the kids around. It was on the, the day before, I think, uh, my they, where they had the kids walking around with flags, mm. and mm. I posted those pictures on Facebook. If you if you haven't seen them, check out my uh, check out my Facebook wall. It's not even called; it hasn't been called a wall in twenty years. Timeline, my Facebook, ti- whatever the thing is. Look <laughs> yeah. at my pictures. Is it still it. called a timeline? I don't know, but you'll see <laughs> Moses Taya holding her mm. Norwegian flag. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was really and it's great. so like funny how much your girls like totally blend in. Oh, and, like dude. the age they came in, it's uncanny. Well, we just it's- had another. I know we weren't planning on this. We just had another holiday in Norway. They celebrate. All kinds of Christian holidays. Mm. Yes. And so they, it no, was, please go for it. It was uh, John the Baptist's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you guys know that John the Baptist had a birthday? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. Me but either. it's I a bank holiday here. I knew he was born. <laughs> right. Um, I have a Christmas it, calendar and a John the Baptist birthday. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but here in Norway, it's really common to celebrate a holiday with a bonfire and hot dogs. And so there was a, one of these bonfires in the park near our house. So me, uh, the neighbors that are the neighbor, our neighbors that live near us, they, mm-hmm. uh, what a stupid thing to say, neighbors who live near us. Yeah. <laughs> they invited us to go to this thing. But anyways, the nearest was, people, the nearest yeah, people. Yeah. yeah, forget I said all, like, whatever. But <laughs> they invited us to go to this park, and there was a, like, everyone was there. It was really wonderful. But it's just this sea of blonde hair, blonde hair, mm. blonde hair children. <laughs> and I told my neighbor, Knita, I was like, this is so weird because it's not, you don't really notice it until you do. It's like in the United States, I can look around, I can scan for my, for blonde hair mm. and be reasonably sure, like, 
within a couple of <laughs> within a couple of stops is going to be yeah. one of my kids. Here is just a sea of blonde headedness. And in the United <laughs> States, my kids they all they've always called me Papa, mm-hmm. which in the U.S. is not that common. But here, mm-hmm. that's what you call your dad. So <laughs> I hear Papa, which my ears are tuned to. Right? Right. Like like someone call you know whispering your name in a crowded room, and you mm-hmm. catch it. So my ears are tuned to that, and I turn, and it's some blonde haired little girl, and I'm like, ah, and it's <laughs> it could be anybody. <laughs> like there's a, there's a one in however many people are there chance <laughs> yeah that's why yeah and their names don't help because you gave them all specifically norwegian, norwegian names, names. Yeah. and that's okay that's yeah that yeah. yeah but it was it's a thing or like when we did uh the barnatog that they did at, at uh the barnhaga for for celia and for Thea. uh same thing you see them walking in the parade and you're looking for them mm-hmm. or like they had a summer party at the barnhaga and so there's a bunch of kids and they're all going to sing you a song and trying to pick celia out <laughs> like, you look for the blonde well they're all Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's very different. And they're all good at singing. Yeah. Well, right. They're all enthusiastic about singing. Yeah. No, no one's sing. as good as Celia. No one's as good as Celia. She makes sure that I know that every does time she- I try. That's <laughs> <laughs> where she does. Oh, my God. What are you doing? Why are you singing? Like, Literally. you should let me sing. <laughs> my girl. Stop that noise. Stop. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I can't believe I just did that. I know you did. That's all right. <laughs> She'll see it You're when welcome. she's like 12. And <laughs> I'm showing this to her next week. Okay. <laughs> Very yeah. cool. So anyway, that's all the kind of stuff surrounding 17th of May. So it's just a wonderful time to celebrate and, and get um, uh, get to experience like an important and significant part of Norwegian culture. It was just uh, yeah. Uh, it was just such a such a blessing and a joy to be able to share in that. It was a fun to experience. It was fun to be a part of it as well. Mm-hmm. Like with our church to help like to help facilitate the celebration mm-hmm. too was um it was a blessing just all around i mean i don't know probably probably means more to you being a norwegian by blood mm-hmm. <laughs> but i mean i it was it was really fun it was a real honor to be a part of it and to be mm-hmm. invited to it and just kind of see how people are like so they're just celebratory for being norwegian yeah. it was just um it was just awesome it was yeah. a really good experience mm-hmm. and uh, you weren't there mm-hmm. because you were somewhere else where True. tell us tell us where you were um i was visiting back in the u.s um Yay. so i was between uh my parents house and grace's house um but yeah we were there for three weeks um and that yeah they were awesome uh weeks that we had with the family and just like genuinely got time to focus on the like blood family and then mm-hmm. me friends like um grace not so much she just kind of stayed at home and chilled yeah. One, because she's pregnant. Two, because she just, like, that's her... That's how she vacates. Yeah, yeah, like, her vacation is just staying home, and then anyone who wants to come visit can come visit her. Mm. Um, but she just enjoyed, like, lounging and um, watching Housewives and stuff like that with the mom. <laughs> um, like, that was her dream vacation, and she mm. definitely got it. Yeah. So you um, got a vacation from watching yes. Housewives, is what we're hearing. I did get that. You, yeah. There yeah. you go. I got mom to, and Grace got that. Yeah. I got to drive a car. Whoa. Was a weird thing. Yeah. But the the I can still ride a bike, basically, is how it felt. That's good. Oh, there you go. Um so I drove a car around and yeah, it was it was awesome. Um it was really um like, let me ask yeah. about yeah. So um I think on the first day you landed or something like that, mm-hmm. someone either your mom or Grace or whatever oh, first. posted a picture of <laughs> like the first time. Did you surprise your mom? Did you not even tell her you were coming? Or no, like, no, yeah. no, no. She definitely knew we were coming and <laughs> there was you go. literally counting down the days yeah. and not well the minutes. 
Um, mm-hmm. But she... Um, if you showed up unannounced, your mom would drop dead. Yeah. Yeah, yeah literally. <laughs> it would not be good. No. <laughs> yeah, it would, have been, it would be too much. Yeah. Um, no, so she had a concert that her and my dad went to um, for King Country. Because um, mm. now my dad's a fan. We used to, we Why? Used to watch Who that. did that? <laughs> we used to watch it for Christmas because we love the Christmas production that they do or whatever each mm. year. Um, and my dad would like turn it off and put on his Pentatonics or Elvis or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, but nowadays he's a fan and like is kind of like hiding <sighs> about it. But it's a good thing. It's a very good thing. Okay. You act like they're bad. Yeah. They're awesome. Okay. <laughs> Wait, who, Anyways, who, what? I'll I'll text Olivia that you don't like them and she'll. And uh, she'll okay. freak out on both of you. Uh-huh. Uh, country um, is what I was saying at. Yeah. Okay. Anatonics. Anyways. Anyways. So they had a concert. Um, so her mom picked us up from the airport, got us in and out straight away, like literally uh, less than a mile from LAX. There's an in and out, and we went straight to that. Mm-hmm. It was glorious. Um, and then the next day, we went to church, and um, Joy Piercy ran in and grabbed my mom from the seats and pulled her outside mm-hmm. like as if it was for something else entirely. So she wasn't like surprised. She knew we were going to see each other at church for the mm-hmm. first time. But when she came out, um, she thought it was for something else. Mm. And then it was right in front of the little display they had set up for Mother's Day too. Oh, so she got to be crying in my arms in uh, front of that display. Yeah, good. And yeah. we got some really funny pictures of <laughs> my mom's crying face. Oh my <laughs> like gosh. I, I had the biggest so smile weird. on my face and she was like crying so hard. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. Is so. it like <laughs> like those pictures of like with Santa, like one kid's like super stoked to be there, the other one's like just crying and screaming like yeah. all sad. <laughs> Something like there that. You know. <laughs> I have a real good Santa picture when I was a kid of like I'm just sitting on Santa's laugh and I just laugh, 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 whatever. And I'm just pissed the whole time. Like I just like <laughs> like Something like that, like as a baby. You're like, he's not Santa. That's <laughs> a, <laughs> I can smell the cheese this in your beard. Yeah, not even Santa. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, but how was that trip for you just in general? So what were what were things you got to do? You talked about in and out mm. Thank God. Taste and see the Lord is good, right? Like, Yeah, <laughs> oh, definitely. <laughs> right. How was that trip for you? What was it relaxing? What yeah. were some of your takeaways from that? I mean, there's probably... Because we went as well, me and Marissa, mm. and there's just so much to talk about in terms of like calling and mission. But what mm. about like vacation? Like, yeah, just relax and meet old friends and talk about how how was that experience for you? So it was definitely um, like soul healing. Is how I how I keep describing it? Because mm-hmm. um, I feel like God, I don't know, has given us a tough uh, past year or so, past year or two years with. Um, Grace's dad and then the yeah. move to here right after and just all this stuff like a ton of uh, spiritually taxing right. um, stuff that we were just like thrown into um, so I feel like our trip ended up being a really good opportunity for um, us to just rest mm-hmm. like some of the truest rest I've experienced in my life on that trip um, so it was just um Awesome. It was really weird, like visiting um, what used to be home mm-hmm. and that being a visit. Yeah. Um, but it totally was like we had our feet propped up on couches and everyone was taking care of us. Like everyone who could was taking mm-hmm. us out for dinner on random nights. Like uh, our phones were just constantly buzzing with like people texting us for coffee and for dinner. Mm-hmm. And then our parents being like, nope, say no to that person every single time <laughs> so that we can keep you at home. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it was just very like restful. 
Um, and a gigantic blessing, not only for us, but for family as well. Um, so like we've talked a lot about how, um, tough us living out here and calling this home, mm-hmm. um, is for our families back yeah. home and how, um, yeah, just, it's a really tough situation, obviously for us, but also for uh, them. And it's, um, yeah, just been in a lot of ways difficult, mm-hmm. um, not just emotionally, but like even physically, mm-hmm. um, it's raised health issues and stuff like that. So, yeah. um, it was really restorative for Grace and I and the family as a whole. And we got to have some really, uh, difficult and deep conversations. Mm. I got to, I hear from my mom all the time about like my dad having these, uh, deep conversations with people at Bible study and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And I got the fun of like having Jesus conversations with my dad. Yeah. Mm. Um, We've been talking about that for a long yeah. time. Like you not being able to wait for mm-hmm. that day when you can share that the most important part of your life with your dad. Yeah. Yeah. And I like, I know Cam, you and I have talked about like specifically with my dad, like I always talked about how just whenever he became a Christian, like he would be the best. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Um, if anyone's going to be the best Christian, it's definitely going to be him just because <laughs> how awesome he is in life uh, normally and without Jesus. Um, so he's, he's awesome. Like he's the most devoted student. Like mm. my mom catches him reading his Bible and he'll like run off and he's like, no, it's like a, I want to to do this in private, (laughs) but he like every single day reads his Bible. Um, and yeah, it's just, that's such a sweet thing and, um, a whole new dimension in our relationship. Mm -hmm. So just for a million reasons, like the trip was restorative and restful. Right. Um, for seeing friends, for seeing the rise ministry and the Mm -hmm. youth ministry and how they're doing and just to, um, experience the joy of like being back with, uh, brothers and sisters who we haven't seen for a long time. Yeah. Um, it was awesome. So <laughs> Grace is like, you know, got a little bit of overload from all the attention and like all the friends who just wanted to crowd us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but for me, it was like, <laughs> like, uh, an addiction that I have like not had fed for uh, almost yeah. a year at this point. Yeah. Um, like was suddenly just like, you know, I was just receiving so much um, extroverted yeah. energy. Yeah, it was it was glorious. Yeah. That's right. So he's gonna go super sane. In yeah, a few minutes. Yeah, it was sort of. I don't know if you want to mm-hmm. like touch on your guys' trip. Yeah, you guys at went the same too. time too. Yeah, we did. Uh, yeah. So that was awesome. We went like two days after you guys mm-hmm. did, which was awesome. Yeah, it was, it was fun because I showed up, and it was either. I think it was like the first Sunday we visited the orchard. People, or uh, it might have been Friday uh, for Celebrate Recovery mm-hmm. that I attended. Um, uh, I think someone was like, wait a second, like you guys released the podcast and like, but Bailey was here. <laughs> and now, like, and now you're here and the podcast came out. Like, That's impossible. How is that possible? <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, with very careful planning and uh, very long recording days, it's possible. <laughs> That's a very generous, very careful plan. No, it's a really generous, really great green screens. That's what are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, wow. Okay, thanks, Cam. But yeah, so a wing and a prayer, right? A wing and a prayer is how. So yeah, so planning. Yeah, you you get it figured. Magic is how we figured it out. And the options so, are not planning 
careful planning and magic. <laughs> I don't know what we did, but how we operate lands somewhere between those two. It was a green screen. Everyone, it was a green screen. <laughs> that's what happened. We moved to we moved to Paris. <laughs> moved to Menifee. <laughs> Is that what we did? And we've been faking it. Yeah, I lived right. in Menifee. Did you? Yeah, that's right. I remember that. Let's talk you about the that. house in Menifee. <laughs> yeah. We should this. Yeah, this is going off the rails. Um, Sorry, but let's come. Let's bring it back on. So people were kind of perplexed, like think they're living in the Matrix. Mm-hmm. Like, how did you guys make that happen? <laughs> Don't you guys live in Norway? Where are you here? Right. <laughs> well, not even that. Just yeah, kind of actually, like not even that not even all. that. Yeah. We'll talk about that, but it's all right. Um, but it was very, very, very awesome. Um, there's there's a real um, like despite all of the challenges that like we're facing just like spiritually taxing stuff and obviously missing home and wanting to be with like old friends, especially arise. And for me, like at CR and mm. um, at the church I've been to since I was 16. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, there's definitely a sense of like um, comfort and peace knowing that everyone like I love is doing okay. Yeah. Right. And so like my parents are doing really okay. Um, my uh, aunts and uncles are doing fine. Grandparents are doing great. Marissa's parents, uh, my in-laws are doing fantastic. Um, we visited, uh, it was fun. We visited, uh, the the, re- the reason that prompted us visiting um, was Marissa's youngest sister was graduating high school, mm-hmm. uh, Yasmin. We love you, Yas. Um, and she had no idea we were coming because we're jerks. Oh, so we oh, just totally wow. surprised yeah. her. So That's really cool. Yeah, she, so she graduating and it was, I was so mad. We were, in the booth sitting next to all of her siblings and when mm. she's up there like getting her diploma all of her siblings are like Yasmin hi and we're like I have to pretend to talk to some strangers <laughs> like yeah hey so your kid graduated like that's awesome like I'm like distracting like trying to like hide our faces I'm like I don't know why they did that but yeah so she Yasmin's obviously looking in our direction and thank god she didn't see us at all we snuck up behind her and she's taking a picture and we've had these like glitter bombs or whatever. These like, what are they called? I don't, I don't know what they're called, <laughs> but they shoot glitter in the air. And so we're like the, they're taking the picture three, two, one. And Marissa's pops and mine is stuck and it's not going. <laughs> and she's like, who did that? And she turns around and jumps like 10 feet in the air mm-hmm. because she saw us and she starts <laughs> sobbing. And so I took my glitter thing and just threw it in the air and was like, Hey, yeah, flop, 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 bang. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was awesome. We got to surprise her, and she yeah. was like, Wait, "But how long are you guys staying?" And we're like, "We're staying for like two more weeks." And she's like, "Yeah, let's go." And mm. it was it was really really cool. Uh, my uh, grandma threw a surprise party for my birthday, which mm. was fun. Mm. Invited some family I hadn't seen in like twelve years, and was mm. like, "Hey, so do you remember <laughs> me at all?" And they're like, "Not really, but hi, good to meet you." It's like my first cousins or something like that. Um, <laughs> I don't know who they are. Your uncle's like, kids, right? They're like my own plays and you my know, like, twins. <laughs> the family that you really just don't, don't talk to. I don't. <laughs> they're cu- they didn't even live in the same house as me. That's, I mean, <laughs> yeah. So Rue and Madison, <laughs> please don't be upset that I don't know who you are. <laughs> oh my gosh. So. Um, <laughs> it was really good. It was re- it was really great visiting, great uh, being around Rise and like oh you mm. should hear we haven't talked about this at all. This is not on the schedule, but who cares anymore? Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's all that careful planning. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so do some magic. You should hear. <laughs> That's, there you go. See, it's magic. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, you pro- you should would probably want to know how Rise is doing yeah. since we've left. Uh, but I mean, you and you can definitely speak into this mm. as well. Uh, but we we both got asked to lead worship at Rise. That's awesome. And uh, visiting and. It, that was really awesome. It was really just rewarding to know that the ministries that we left for, mm. for me, definitely like celebrate recovery and, um, and rise, especially like that they are completely thriving. Mm-hmm. Like they are growing and they, the, like the discipleship, just they're growing deep, like yeah. biblically, theologically and like, and relationally, like they're huge families now. Mm. Like I went to CR celebrate recovery is like, a huge party. Like I'm looking around, I'm like, I've never seen this many people mm-hmm. like at CR. It was crazy. It, like mm-hmm. it had grown exponentially. The worship was awesome. Uh, Phil mm-hmm. runs that now. Yeah. Um, he's been running it for years ever since I uh, went to go do youth group stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, so he's been running it for years and it's just grown. It's thrived. Mm-hmm. Pastor Gino at the orchard oversees both those ministries yeah. and he is doing stellar. Yeah. Amazing. He asked, I don't know if he asked you, he probably did, but he asked me, he was like, so what do you think? What do you think of like the ministries? And I'm mm-hmm. like, I think they're awesome. I don't think you should change a thing. I think you should keep doing exactly what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And I think it's awesome. Like it, it's, it's growing the way that it should um, deep, relationally like the the main core group people like michael people like Liv, mm-hmm. um and some of the old like wisers mm-hmm. right so like angelo and mm-hmm. sue sang and steph and and other volunteers like they're still there they're still pouring into this group and yeah, that's awesome. it's awesome like you should be very very stoked about how and rise is very doing. satisfied with that so for our, i'm just all of you most of our listeners do know for those who don't um, when I was hired at the orchard, like what my our big priorities were for me to take over the worship and production, and then to to found to launch a young adults ministry, and that's what that's rise, and that's what that turned into, and that's how kind of we all know each other real well. But I was the pastor over that ministry, and so there's a sense when uh, when we left from the orchard to move to Oslo, it's like I'm that's like my baby, mm. and it's not like an that's not an ownership thing, mm. but it's like. Mm-hmm. It's like the thing that I gave birth to in, right. a, in a certain sense. Because you're just, not that kind of guy, like yeah. almost with anything. No, yeah. yeah. So it's not a, like a pride of authorship or worried mm-hmm. that that what if someone else does some does things differently or what if they see call it success. Most weird to use that word in ministry. Right. Like what if they mm-hmm. do a better job than I do? I hope and had every confidence in the world that Gino would do that. So Gino, the pastor, is overseeing that now. I've known him since I was 17 years old mm-hmm. and just have every reason to know that he was going to um, be faithful and do excellent work. And I, of course, I always trusted that that was happening and would happen. But hearing your guys' reports because you were sort of, um, you know, main people in the core rise family mm-hmm. um who are mm-hmm. now here so to hear directly from you about how well that's going it, it certainly uh certainly is good for my soul and it didn't expect anything else <laughs> but it still is very very wonderful to hear how well mm-hmm. that's doing he's awesome oh uh, what were some of your takeaways from like rise specifically like being there and now that we've we, you know we left that ministry mm-hmm. after we um all of us especially like motown as well and, and alan who's also off camera um, and also grace, but basically all of word first mm-hmm. contributed like significantly yeah. our time and our energy and, you know, support into rise. Um, what are some of your takeaways? Like now looking at a ministry that we did that to, mm-hmm. but now it's not our ministry. Yeah. It's someone else's. Yeah. What what was that like yeah. for you? I, uh, so I know like I get kind of an inside scoop since I stay in touch with Michael. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've like kept up with rise since we've been here. Um, but definitely just, I, 
Uh, I'm in full agreement with you. Um, it's only like thrived, which mm-hmm. like one example of that is we both agreed that um, certainly less than 60% of the people or over 60% of mm-hmm. the people who were there I've never seen in my life before. Yeah. <laughs> for me, more than that. Yeah. Like for me, it was like almost a hundred percent new mm-hmm. people, and maybe like five or six like yeah. old later old old, old people. Guard, yeah. mm-hmm. Old guard. There you go. But yeah. yeah, just overwhelmingly new people. Yeah. Yeah. So tons of um, new people there, and um, just like seeing their posts on Instagram and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like you can tell just how Gino's like. Um, gosh, I love Gino and yeah. like his style because he's so just like, he's like, we're not joking. Pick up your Bible, read it. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. that's it. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to preach that over that's and over. Awesome. Yeah. And I'll like teach you how to do that. I'll like pastor you all the way until you start doing that thing in your life. And yeah. then like, once we have that, then we'll work from there. But um, <laughs> you can tell he's like building up those um, routines or practices or habits mm-hmm. in their life. Um, and then also another thing is... Um, how Gino um, is like handing off leadership yeah. and authority. Like he does not mess around. He, um, <laughs> he asks a lot of his uh, people who work in the ministry with him mm. and he gives them a lot of authority and uh, freedom and all of that. So um, it's definitely like, it's a different approach, I think, than like you and like our whole crew had like when we were running Rise. Um, but it's like, uh, definitely paying off mm-hmm. and it's just his own Gino way and I'm a big fan of it so yeah, yeah <laughs> Rise is doing well yeah I'm so happy yeah it's very cool and so the, all of that kind of stuff um, as well as spending time with the family like all kind of contributed to um, just it being a very restful like reinvigorating mm-hmm. like spiritually you know kind of trip like <clears throat> more confirming our calling out here yeah it's kind of so one of the worries because it happens, because we're missing home, and because mm-hmm. there are challenges out here, and because everything's familiar where we were visiting. Uh, one of the challenges is be like, how do we possibly get back on the plane to come back? You know, mm-hmm. to Norway because uh, this is our comfortable bubble. We have our in and out and our Mexican food. Please, Lord, bring it to Norway. <laughs> with God, all good things. Mexican yeah, food. That's right. You live with a Mexican person who makes excellent food. And it's wonderful. Good. And it's amazing. Well, you're and it's yeah, it's all wonderful. That, but I want Taco and Bell. Amazing. No, no, no. No, 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 no. Alberto's or something. And Alberto. <laughs> I want Alberto's. Like nine out of ten times when I come to your house, Motown is making tortillas. And you're like, it's wonderful. It's whatever. (laughs) I want an Enchirito. No, no, no. I want Doritos with my tacos. (laughs) They don't even have Fritos here to put inside of anything. I'm so sorry. We're going to get canceled. To help. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Okay, anyways, let's bring it back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but um, that said, yeah. uh, it, it really was... <laughs> how do we possibly get back? So that said, it really was just kind of like... Uh, it was almost like going there was like a slingshot. Like it just like launched, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. reeled us back to get back on the plane to come back here yeah. and like... I think what I told Michael, me and Michael, gosh, me and Michael talked so much mm. while we were out there, and that's awesome. I love you, Michael. You mm. were in my wedding, so I hope we talk. <laughs> I hope we talk. I changed his diapers. Yeah, yes. made sure to take every opportunity in public to mention that. <laughs> yeah, 
he's the he wanted to play on the worship team, and I uh, the first question out of my mouth was, "Are you going to heaven or hell?" So there you go. <laughs> we talked about that, um, and uh, just hearing from him and other people there, just getting encouraged, just kind of like because I mean because they're closer friends, right? Just kind of unloading some of our struggles and mm-hmm. uh, spiritual burdens, mm-hmm. and having them speak into them from yeah. a different perspective. Because right. over here, kind of a little bit in a you know tunnel vision mm-hmm. that we get a little bit, kind of living in a vacuum of like, mm-hmm. well, like, hey, we're in this together, but right. but like, no, over people from overseas who aren't in this with us giving us the kind of um, encouragement like that we desperately need. Like oh yeah, we're all absolutely. In the boat, talking mm-hmm. about what it's like to be in the boat. Yeah, right. And that was awesome. I don't know what that was like for you. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it was really, um, it, I'm glad you said the word confirming because that's like, that was another big just thing that I repeated a thousand times to people there. Like they were like, how is it like being back? Like, are you tempted to stay or something? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, <laughs> no, like it's really <laughs> weird. But if anything, not like, at all. Yeah. our time here is just like solidifying more and more that like this is a temporary visit mm-hmm. and there is where just that like God has us mm-hmm. in Norway. Um, and that's like a thing, obviously we've talked about a lot. Um, mm-hmm. And even um, going out for our trips, um, we knew like two things and talked about them at length before mm-hmm. we bought the plane tickets and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, like how one um, spending weeks away from the team here would be a huge cost to mm-hmm. yeah. the team and the mission as a whole. It would require some careful planning to get the <laughs> podcast to happen. <laughs> yeah. um, and then in addition to that, um, that we'd be bumping into that thing, which like mm-hmm. IMB um, has just tons of material that says yeah. like, don't like, don't <laughs> like stay. I think what's your rule? That Whitney, you have to be and, Whitney and I are not allowed to, we're not, they want us to take vacation. Mm-hmm. They're generous with our vacation time. We're not allowed to go to an English-speaking mm-hmm. nation until we are fluent in Norwegian. Yeah. So we won't be going to California for some time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, they have these measures in place, obviously, for good reason. Yeah, well, the, yeah the idea is to, so that you don't get the sense that the mission field is the vacation. Mm-hmm. You get the sense that the mission field is home and you're taking a vacation from home. So, so yeah, so that when you when you come back to Oslo, you're coming back home. You're not sort of going home to California mm-hmm. and then coming back to whatever. To yeah. those, they want our ho- heart and our home and our base to be here. And that's what, of course, what I want for all of us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and the trip was really like, I was slightly worried about that. I mm-hmm. wasn't super worried about that for Grace and I. Like, I didn't think we were going to have any sort of crisis where we're like, we're not getting back on the plane. Like, mm-hmm. no, we're leaving all of our belongings. Like, all the stuff that God moved across an ocean yeah. to make our home Norway. Like, we're just going to leave all that and then stay here. Like, mm. I didn't think that was really going to be a serious thing that we bumped into, but was slightly worried that our hearts might inch in that direction. Yeah, sure. Um, and they totally moved in the opposite direction. Yeah. Um, like our conversations with um, friends um, like Michael and all the other... I, yeah, all yeah. the other dudes in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, you know who you are. Um, <laughs> just those were opportunities that I had to like vent and breathe in fresh air and also like help them with perspective too, like yeah. offer them outside perspective because now we're not in that canoe anymore. Right, like yeah. we're seeing mm-hmm. that canoe with um, outside eyes. So um, it was just 
confirming. Like it didn't feel like I was having those conversations with them. And I felt this pull to like, oh man, I should, I should be jumping back in the boat mm-hmm. that they're in here. It was like, no, we're in two separate boats. Like mm-hmm. God has us in two separate boats. Yeah. And that's what he intends. And I'm like only becoming more and more convinced of that. And even conversation with our parents, like you would think in those, you know, we might get some like movement towards mm-hmm. the direction of we need to stay here, mm-hmm. which obviously mm-hmm. like, my mom more than anything in the world is like God Almighty bring them back, <laughs> um, especially since there's a baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, even those conversations like brought my mom and my dad's hearts closer to um, being at peace with us yeah. being here and being behind the mission and mm-hmm. like understanding. Just I don't know why, but God has this crazy thing where He's sent our my kid to the other side of the world, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's definitely not my preference, but like. I'm convinced with him that he's that God Almighty has sent them yeah. out there, and I'm going to bless them and support them um, in that calling. That's so good. So I mean, so I I've, of course Whitney and I have not been back, and and who knows when we will be. <clears throat> um, it's a, I hope no one takes it the wrong way, but it's not really a high priority for us mm-hmm. to get back to California. We miss everybody, but Whitney's folks have moved to Tennessee, and my folks came to visit. Which was another that was wonderful for them. Also, mm. they got to see what it what Norway's like, what mm. we're up to, and sort of take the spiritual temperature of the place. Mm. And same thing, they left going. You guys need to be here. Yeah, like we. It's hard because we miss you, and now we've seen you, so we miss you even more when we when we leave. Mm. But you are doing exactly the right thing, mm. and you're in the place where God has you. And I, I grow more and more convinced of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then from my perspective, I mean, that was tough. I think maybe it was a little bit of a an unforced strategic error because your two families basically were gone for five weeks, six mm-hmm. weeks, kind of there's, I don't think there's any overlap, but whatever you guys no were overlap. gone and it was a cost to the ministry, mm-hmm. not just, I, I missed you, but it's like, Oh my gosh, we I, like the work that needs to be done here. We are not as we're, we're limping. Yeah. We're like we've got half of our body or more gone. And the few of us who are left trying to sort of keep the pieces together. So for me, that's not to make you feel bad about taking vacation. That's not a problem. Mm. But that's to say, even from this side of the pond to go, we need to be here. Mm. Like it's, it's not. And um, it has to be all of us. Yeah. It's yeah. not, when, when some part of us leaves, like that's not, that's not cost free. That affects the work, the work that we're doing here. And it is, I mean, we're still, I think, sort of getting back into the swing and, mm. and, and, you know, reaching, reaching stability again. Mm-hmm. So I think, so that's so good. I'm glad you guys all had an excellent time in California. I'm so glad that you're back. And, you know, my, my little bit of that experience we talked about before we went to, um, my family went to the UK for a conference for a few days. Mm -hmm. And even that, I thought I was going to be really comforted by hearing people speak English Mm -hmm. and having no Norwegian signs. Like every here you have Norwegian and English signs, but having only, only English signs and all of that. But I could not wait to get, to get back. I loved being there and being with the people, but like when, when I got in line to get on the plane to come back to Oslo and people were speaking Norwegian again. And then when we landed and, and we took the train to uh, Central Station and got, then we got on a bus and people are speaking Norwegian and I'm in my town again and I'm home in Oslo. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, this mm-hmm. is, thank you God for sort of stapling my heart to this place. Cause mm-hmm. I, I know yeah. that's where we're, we're meant to be. But that's also been you for like six years too. That's true. Since mm-hmm. the first time you visited. I mean, that's a major yeah. advantage. I mean, so yeah. some people, God doesn't, like they don't understand what God's doing. They go, okay. And they go to really, like we have friends who are missionaries who are doing crazy work in difficult places mm-hmm. and having babies, like, and, like, and it's crazy doing mm-hmm. stuff that to us would just go, I don't, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. But we have this major advantage, which is God called me to a place that 
I'm very like was very excited right. to go and uh, and that could be worse. I mean, I, I don't take it for granted that there are people who it's a chore and every day they wake up like in a place where no one speaks the language and it's culturally very, very, very different mm. and they'd rather be any, anywhere else in the world. But they're being just, it's just rank obedience. And I think maybe God knew that I was not that. Not that like developed. <laughs> mm. <laughs> God knew that I'm a much weaker Christian than that. Oh man. So it called me to a place where it's like my heart was on fire to be there anyways. Mm. Yeah. Good stuff. I mean, this definitely uh, was my experience for sure. Especially, to, you know, getting lunch with some of my guys <laughs> talking to, you know, a couple people sharing with them about the ministry opportunities we're doing out here. Mm. Some donors as well. Uh, people who are supporting us monthly and um, uh, contributing big donations as well. Like, sharing with them like what we're doing like materially yeah. and what we've learned and we're like our vision for like the future. Mm-hmm. Um, seeing them get excited about it. Yeah. Like got me like totally excited for it and yeah. sharing them with all these ideas. Like, what would you think if we did this? Like, what do you, what, you know, what do you think about this? What do you think about like this idea? And there's just like, I, it was definitely like with saying and Stephanie, like was a big mm-hmm. one. Cause like saying was telling me, he's like, Dude, like I'm hearing everything you're telling me, and I'm like getting like super excited. Mm-hmm. Like I, I love um, just hearing about it, hearing about the vision, hearing about what mm-hmm. we're doing, like mm-hmm. who we're being friends with, our vision for ministry here in Norway, and what that looks like. And we'll be fleshing that that stuff out, yeah. obviously in the coming months, and and talking about that. I think definitely next episode we'll be talking about our new coffee cart and yeah. evangelism there, and. Um, it's going to be awesome. It's uh, Life has been absolutely crazy here, but God's been faithful and, and good. That's crazy. And, We've been here almost a year. Yeah, it's it coming up. so fast. Yeah, that's going to be a special episode, I hope. Uh, <laughs> we should get one of those glitter bombs so we can throw it on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Nope, nope, nope. Plonk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Very cool. So... Um, yeah, we're going to go ahead and just wrap up this episode, right? I'm looking through my list of things we'll talk about. And obviously, you know, we're going to have to go through some of this stuff. Um, we would be remiss, however, if we didn't mention um, something that happened last week, actually. Mm. So uh, last Monday, uh, we released an episode with uh, Espen, who's the pastor at uh, Home Church, which is the church we've just joined. So uh, the, that episode, as because of careful planning, uh, are <laughs> they are recorded uh, you know, days in advance, sometimes weeks, weeks in advance before they come out. So we had already recorded that episode and planned to release it, um, before the weekend. And during the weekend on June 25th, there was actually a, what has been deemed a terrorist attack yeah. by the Norwegian mm-hmm. government at a nightclub, uh, called London. Actually, mm-hmm. it was the day, it was the night before, um, the Oslo Pride Parade. There was yeah. a, uh, shooting. Yeah. And, um, is obviously, you know, very, uh, very tragic, very heartbreaking to kind of read about that because that is like that is not common news like at all, especially like in our yeah. context. Like we're you know here in Oslo, like we never that's see that's really uncommon for yeah. Norway. That's I mean we're all, everyone's confused, not confused mm-hmm. but shocked that that doesn't happen here. I mean obviously there are a couple of high profile times when it has happened here, but in general that's a very sort of un Norwegian thing to happen. Yeah, and it's um. Uh, especially for us, like I know it's, you know, it's hard for me to kind of not look at that and and recognize that we just released episodes about Mm -hmm. how Christians should respond to social, you know, social issues. We just released an episode not very long ago about the problem of evil Mm -hmm. and suffering. And 
uh, I think here's here's definitely what we want to say. Like we definitely want to say we are not Norwegians. Like mm-hmm. we don't know like how to respond to this and how yeah. to help. Like we don't like yet. We don't know yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but we certainly want to, and we certainly will. Like I, yeah. we definitely want to see our opportunities and how we can become a part of the church's response to this. Mm-hmm. Um, it was specifically a gay nightclub that was targeted and attacked. You know, for Pride. Um, we don't really know what the motives are, and, and we don't know. We don't want to comment on that because we. I mean, we don't know how yeah. this affects Norwegians personally. Yeah. Um, but we do know that Christ makes all things new. We know that God's still good. We know that God's still moving. And we know that uh, just as you know, we talked about in our episode on the problem of evil, um, this can be and probably will be for many, many hundreds of people um, part of the pathway that can lead them to find comfort in Christ. Because yeah. mm-hmm. um, I know that's what Christ does with the suffering that happens in my life, whether it's a family member who dies or just deep depressed suffering that happens to me. Yeah. Um, so what we will do uh, as we close out the episode, we're going to take a moment actually real quick. Bailey, can you lead us in prayer for the victims and the families of yeah. the victims of that attack um, mm-hmm. on June our, 25th? Our community is hurting. So right. we, we uh, the members of the ministry, we weren't... <clears throat> We were never in any danger, right? Um, but this all occurred in our, in our backyard. I mean, mm-hmm. a pl- place that we pass all the time. Like it was in our neighborhood. Is it, was, it was in our town? Mm-hmm. Very, very, yeah. very close to our school. Yeah, where we go to school. Yeah, and so we. Yeah, I, I appreciate you saying that the way you did. We don't really know how how to respond. It's it's not about us. Right. Um, it's something that's happened like in the culture that we are that we are still sort of strangers in. Um, but we know that our, our community hurts and we know that, that, uh, we know that God is unsurprised and his heart heart is broken too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, let's go ahead and pray as we go ahead and close the episode. Yeah. Um, Lord, we just, um, come to you with this awful tragedy in mind. Um, and this, um, even more than tragedy, this act of evil in your world. Um, and we come to you knowing that we can trust you. And um, as Cam said, that your heart um, breaks more than any of ours. Um, so Lord, we just pray that you would, um, in the heartbreak that you have in the... Um, in the hurt that you see in all the lives that were affected. Um, we pray that you would show up and that you would bring peace and comfort to the victims, to the um, those that were injured, to the family and friends, um, and even to the community at large that's affected. Um, the people who have been celebrating pride and, um, that in this city um, this entire month. Um, Lord, we pray that you would um, bring them comfort and um, draw them near to you. I pray that they would come closer to the knowledge of you. And like Jake said, to not just come to know comfort and peace that's temporary, but Mm -hmm. ultimately that they would come closer to knowing um, the eternal, everlasting comfort that can be found in you. Mm -hmm. Um, Lord, I pray that you would help us to see our place in that. Um, even if we don't know 
what we can physically go and do with our hands to um, help the issues. Um, Lord, that we would find um, friends and Norwegians in our lives now who we can um, come alongside of um, as friends and um, just that we would be um, those who mourn with those who are mourning Mm -hmm. Um, and that our hearts would break with theirs that we would at the very least be praying constantly for them Um, and Lord as uh, our brother Espen was talking about last week how we um, in our evangelism should maybe seek out ways that um, we can point out you at work in people's lives already, even before they've come to relationship with you. Lord, I pray that this um, event would be for many, many people, um, an event where we could point out you at work in their lives, um, that they would see you bring peace and comfort to them, and that would be through relationships and through your own um, just relating to them. Um, My God, I pray that they would um, receive that from you and that Christians, not just us, but the rest of this um, church family that we have here in Oslo and in all of Norway would be um, present in the problem Mm -hmm. to point out your help, your comfort that's already present in their lives, um, your provision, your protection, and um, ultimately that we would, again, point them to the eternal comfort that can be found in you. So, Lord, please help these families, help their hearts. Um, don't hold back and um, ultimately draw them close to you with this. Lord, we love you. Again, we trust you so much with this situation. Um, and we just pray that you would allow your heart to love on and bring peace and meet these um, who have been affected um, with the peace that they need from you. Lord, we love you. And we ask all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for that, man. All right. So everyone who's been watching, um, we appreciate you guys tuning in, hearing about our lives, our trips to California, and even tragic current events in our context here. Um, we'll flush that stuff out as we see fit, uh, maybe in the coming weeks, um, and maybe to invite um, Espen back on or Norwegian on to maybe discuss how it, it affects our context here. We'll, we'll have to see. Like, like, you know, we said earlier, we don't really know how to respond to it in this context. Mm-hmm. Um, but please keep praying for us. Pray mm-hmm. that we have wisdom because we need it desperately. Yeah. And how, how do we advance the gospel um, in light of a situation like this, mm-hmm. in light of this that affects people deeply yeah. spiritually? We need gentleness <laughs> and wisdom is what we need. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So please keep praying for us and we will go ahead and see you again next week. God bless. Thank you so much for listening to Word First Radio. If you like the podcast, please like, share, and subscribe. If you want to learn more about Word First and how you can support the ministry spiritually and financially, check us out at wordfirst.us. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Word First Radio, and we'll see you again next week. God bless.